What's up, everyone? This is Tom Shaw, and this is the eighth episode of the Shaw Show Redemption. Um, so I know there's been a bit of hiatus between this episode and the last one. Um, basically, what's going on there is just I know I've had a wacky summer. It's been a lot of ups, a lot of downs. Um, but I'd say probably the biggest reason would be that uh, my relationship with alcohol kind of took a turn for the worst. That got a little away from me. I've always kind of used um, alcohol to manage my anxiety, which just really isn't the way to do it. Um, just really not. And it kind of got a little out of hand. Um, so I've actually been recording podcasts. I have about four that I just will not release because I sound like a babbling moron in them. So, but the good news is I found healthier ways to, uh, kind of manage my anxiety and I've quit drinking. So I'm completely sober now. Um, and really after doing that cleared a lot of fog out of my head my head feels more on straight than it's been in a while and i feel fucking great so you know with this new healthier you know less boozed up mind i really think i'll be able to put some more content out there for you so that's just a little bit about what's going on there um but yeah so on this episode we actually uh get to interview ian stewart um if you do comedy or if you've seen comedy shows it's like a high probability that ian was a part of it um in maine uh he produces so much he's a comedian himself a writer i mean we i interviewed him today so we talk about a lot about that stuff um he's also in the popular web series that he created uh welcome to maine he's marking that um but ian's uh ian was basically the gateway that got me to be able to do comedy here because i've always wanted to do comedy but didn't really know where to start i uh, met him at a show he basically pointed me in the right direction and really like i'd say 90 percent of the shows that i've gotten to do is something that he produced that he put on so uh it was really sick to get to talk to him i think it's a good episode it's a it's more of an interview style on this episode than it is just the bullshitting on the other on the on all the other episodes that i have but we do plenty of bullshitting there too like i think it's fun but yeah it is more of an interview but i think it's a good episode i think you like it definitely give it a listen and um let me know what you think thanks all right what's up i'm here with ian stewart how you doing today, ian what's up man how you doing doing all right um so a little about ian so i was actually trying to write down like what to credit you with but like <laughs> jesus like you do everything right like anything comedy you do you um i mean just who are, who are some of the comics you've opened for Good one to start with, right? You uh, some big sure. Names in there. Big comics I've opened for. Uh, I've opened up for David Tell at the State Theater. Yeah. Opened up for Dimitri Martin at the State Theater. Opened up for Jay Moore down at the Blue Ocean Music Hall. Opened up for TJ Miller at Port City. Opened up for... I don't know. I mean, I don't know. There's like a bunch. Opened up for Maria Bamford at Port City. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, did like a few dates with uh, Rich Voss. Uh, I don't know. I'm sure I'm missing. Like, there's a bunch. I don't know. You yeah, know what I mean? Lot, like, right? yeah, yeah. I've mean. done. I've, I've opened it for a bunch of people. Yeah, I've been very fortunate. And you know, it's funny. Like, some of it has definitely been uh, on my own. Like, uh, well, I'll say this: there's two ways of getting gigs. One, you can like create the fucking gigs. With that said, though, you have to be vetted. Like, it's not like a like with the David Tell thing, I was able to open up for David Tell because it was a comedy festival date, but they still had to vet me as far as his agent, him himself, you know, right. the whole, like it wasn't, it's not like I can be like 
some fucked up terrible comedian, they're like, yeah, for sure, dude. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, it's not gonna happen. Just because you produce a show doesn't yeah. mean like. And it's so, still on working on behalf of their name. I would really. say twenty percent of the gigs that are big comedians have been that, but eighty percent have been, you know, um, a theater or a promoter hitting me up, being like, hey, can you open up for so and so? Right, right. Um, you also had a. You had, like, a tour plan, like, right when the pandemic, was like, hit, right? Oh, yeah, with Ian Finance. Yeah, yeah. Um, And he's kind of, like, big, right? Yeah, uh, yeah. I've, you know, I mean, like, if you're into comedy, he's big the way that, like, I don't know, like, the way that, like, the band Idols is big. You know what I mean? Like, you have to know, you have to be into something specific sure. to get it. But then if you're into it, then it's, like, a headlining act, for sure. Right. Well, so I was I, so I was watching the, the new Shane Gillis special yeah it's great i it, watched the whole thing yeah and the credits it said warm-up ian find it finance or whatever it was, oh nice it was just, it was it must be him right yeah for sure yeah so i was like i was like oh shit so that was pretty cool so that would have been a cool tour it kind of sucks that got fucked up for you huh yeah um i talked with Ian a few times over the pandemic and shit like that i will say my i was already before the pandemic i was already getting out of booking like i was making enough money just as my own being just being ian right. stewart the comedian where booking was usually losing money over making money and uh the ian finance thing was kind of like a last hurrah as far as like booking anything for someone um because i booked that tour for him oh you did right? yeah 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 um there's a few i mean there was a few dates that he had booked i guess half and half i suppose right, yeah, maybe yeah. more 60 40 on my end i've, I've booked 60 percent. he booked 40 but it was a collaboration it. Really. but it yeah. was definitely you know like um I felt responsible, I suppose. You know what I mean? Like, I knew that I was going to TM probably on the tour, and I was going to have to, you know, because I just have a business background that I would right. probably take the reins. And uh, uh, so, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, I was looking forward to it, but I, I think I like where I'm at a lot better now oh, as far right. as, like, it's just like, dude, booking shows sucks. You know what I mean? That's yeah, what yeah, it really yeah, yeah. It just booking, so, booking shows fucking sucks. Oh, uh, dude, like, just from, like, the peak into your life that I've gotten to get, like, working with you just the shit that I do, I'm like, dude, fuck that. Like, that, like, some of that stuff looks like such a fucking drag, and I feel like a lot of, a lot of comics, like, haven't taken the time to notice or just haven't, like, gotten close enough to you to see, like, all the shit that you have to put up with. Like, oh, yeah. But again, just the little that I've seen, I'm like, dude, that looks like a fucking nightmare, dude. Like, I, I couldn't do it. Like, yeah, yeah, no, it's funny. It's, uh, I mean, this might sound conceited as fuck, and it's because I just smoked a giant fucking joint. Yeah, but I will say, I've had conversations with a few comedians or whatever, and they're always like, "Man, I'd love to be in your position." And it's like, you can be in this position. Anyone yeah, can be right, in this right, position. Right. There is not a spe. I don't have a special hidden talent. It's just like. How hard do you want to work? You know yeah. what I mean? Like, how much bullshit do you want to put up with? Because well, if you're down right, to yeah. eat shit and dicks all day long, then fuck yeah. Yeah, well, you're, you're just straight up hustling. Like, you have to yeah. be very self-motivated to do what you do. Like, I've been, I've been, I bought a PA system, like, when the pandemic happened and stuff, because I was like, whatever, I'm going to do backyard shows or something. I yeah. also, that's when I bought the podcast equipment. So, like, again, like, we're talking about, I need to do something. I haven't done anything with a PA, like... It's just as easy as just hitting a few bars up like locally in Waterville and being like, hey, do you guys like want to open mic some night? But I yeah. haven't even done that just because like I hate that like feeling of like putting someone out like like it feels like that to me. And I've seen you like in situations where you've like had to handle business with like bar owners or whatnot where I'm like, I would suck at that right now. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I mean that. Well, I mean, I think that's that, you know, I, I, there's a lot of comedians locally that do business in comedy. But, uh, you know, 
I think the reason I get to do it professionally, my business, and it's all in the same area as the other comics, is just how do you handle business? Yeah. And uh, I think that's where my reputation, if I do have a reputation of being a fucking ass, yeah. it's been a lot of, I, you know, it's been a lot, I, I just have to, there is no manager for me, there's no booking agent there's no one behind me that's been like yo you better pay him yeah i've got to be do that shit i gotta be that guy i gotta be the fucking asshole i and that's the great thing there's a you know bob marley fucking awesome comedian one of the best things about bob is his manager because his manager he bob's never the fucking bad guy you know what i mean like that's i i envy that so fucking much because there's a there are I mean, not many, but I think there are definitely people that would consider me a quote unquote bad guy in their eyes based on how I've handled myself business. I've heard people talk shit. You know? Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> for sure. No, like part of it's like you got to kind of be okay with like people are going to fucking think that. And people are also going to be like threatened by your success and what you do too. You know what I mean? Like, so people will just talk shit for anyone that's making money. You know what I mean? Like, well, I'll say this if anyone, if you own a business and you're talking shit about me, then yeah, I probably handle my business poorly. If yeah, you're a local yeah. comedian and yeah, you're talking shit off, about me, bro. I, there's never been a situation where it hasn't just been fucking honestly jealousy. Yeah. And yeah, like, yeah. I know that sounds again, conceited on my part, but like I, I, initially when that shit was happening, I was like, Oh my God, there is something wrong with me. I'm a fucking ass. I'm a piece of shit. And this time went by, I was like, and more, you know what I mean? The more you figure it out, you're like, Oh, these people just have a fucking hard time with where they're at. You know? Yeah. No, 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 for sure. But like I said too, like it is like, it's that jealousy thing, but like that's, those are also people from the outside looking in. They just see you on stage with David Tell. They don't know all the shit that you had to go through to put yourself in that position to have a show where you're producing a show with David Tell. You know what I yeah. mean? They're just like, you just get these guys got all the luck. It's like no, like no, it's hard work. You know what I mean? Like yeah, I mean the other the other thing too is like I'm gonna. No one's given me my position, and right. also it's, my position is not secure. Like as far as like opening up for everyone locally. There have been other local comics that have been given chances to open up for comedians. Right. And unfortunately, they had a hard fucking time. You know, I, I don't know how to say it other than that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, there's been a few that, like, got a, you know, opening up for, you know, whoever it is um, and not doing well. A business like Port City or Aura or fucking State Theater is not taking second chances. No, you know what I mean? No. Like, they're not. And so. I feel like one of my strengths has like I bomb. I bomb as a fucking comedian all the fucking time. Luckily, I have not bombed on a big show, and yeah. that's you know what I mean. Like that's really been the whole um, yeah. secret to just getting ass back and keep getting. Because like anyone, right? I think the quote is anyone get at the top, but it's staying there. And not to say that I'm at a top rate, but right. to be the op- the guy locally to open up for all the local the headlining comics yeah. has been a act of sustaining, not an act of you know what I mean. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, no, I mean, again, like, it, like I don't even know, like, for your success, I don't, like, they always say, like, with success, it takes a certain amount of hard work and luck and whatnot, but I feel like most of yours has been, like, just hard work, too, and, like, Well, and, I also and, don't and, feel successful, talent. you know what I mean? Like, I've had ups and downs in a career, but I don't right. feel, like, if we were, like, doing this interview, and I, like, had, like, a fucking sweet, dope-ass house, and, a, you know what I mean? I don't know, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, I, you know, like, I am striving towards success yeah you yeah. know what i mean but like in, in like the comedy industry though like do you ever like hit the top i feel like comics like i, I listen to like podcast comedian podcasts all the time like and they're like you know doing netflix specials and they still don't feel validated it's like it's kind of one of those things where like there's always a step above so it's like at what point do you consider it a success and like but i feel like to to do it properly and to continue to, to climb like you can't ever feel 
you gotta have that Bill Belichick mentality. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you can. On to the next one, like what's, is, what's next? And in a very and that, you know, it's funny. It's not that I hate myself or anything like that. <laughs> I will say that I am unbelievably critical of myself. Yeah. And one of the things that I have heard in many interviews from other like people that make moves and get shit done are they're not not to say I'm not happy with things that I do right. artistically. But there's not a single thing I've done artistically where I haven't been like, I could have done this or I could have done that. There's nothing I've ever just sat on my balls and been like, yeah, look at this shit. Yeah. I've seen a lot of people locally not do much, do that shit of like, yeah, look what the fuck I'm doing. They don't go anywhere, which is the saddest part because a lot of these guys are funny as fuck. Yeah. Would have absolutely all the success they wanted if they just gave themselves the opportunity to fucking fail enough to just try new shit. You know what I mean? Like, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, For sure. Um, like there's also like that can go two ways. So like, I feel like I'm a little, I'm a little too self-critical sometimes. You know what I mean? I feel like that kind of holds me back. Like, I'm like, yeah, like, I don't know. Like I'll, I'll have a joke bomb at like the Matthews open mic that we used to do. Right. And I'm like, well, that joke sucks and just like throw it away. And then I'll come across it months later. I'm like, why did I throw that away? That's kind of funny. I threw it away because like the five bar patrons were too drunk to listen to me talk and they didn't yeah, yeah. laugh. Like, so it's like. I don't know, you got to have that balance of like believing in what you have and being stoked about it, but also re- maintaining like you got to keep you got like you got to keep wanting to be better. You know what I mean? I mean, yeah, I think. Well, I think as soon as you give yourself permission to be an artist, right? If you're like actually, if this is fucking art, right? What we're doing, if we're actually doing fucking art, then that means that wait, what, what, what were we just fucking talking about? I'm all way too fucking high. <laughs> dude, no worries, dude. Um, I just think I'm going to come across <laughs> as aloof and a cunt this entire fucking interview and be like so self-centered. It's because I'm high as fuck. I apologize to everyone that's listening. No, dude, it's, it's, it's definitely that's, fine. It's fine so far. Um, that's funny, though. Like some people get giggles. You just get like fucking just to the point and just fucking. I did, well, you know, it's, I'm a very, I would I guess, focused individual yeah, sometimes. Yeah. So that makes sense. And no, like for, sure. for the most part, like, dude, what, after I smoke a joint, I come in and I fucking edit, like just oh, yeah, you know what yeah, I mean. Yeah. Like I'm just like I, I, it just puts me in the zone. Yeah, see, I was never like that with weed. I can remember like uh, I like I only had like one period in, in my life where I really smoked a lot of weed. That was my freshman year of uh, college, yeah. and like I hadn't really even smoked weed in high school. Like I drank like a motherfucker and stuff. Like, but I didn't really care to smoke pot. But then I found weed my freshman year of college and i can count on my hands how many times i drank my freshman year of college i was just high all the time yeah yeah but i could not do homework on it see i smoked pot all through high school and actually i smoked i smoked pot in junior high too i was like one of like the early kids congrats yeah fuck yeah (laughs) um but i didn't drink because um the first time i had a beer i want to say man i was either like a freshman or a sophomore down in a buddy's basement it was me and his older brother was like the dude that like got us stuff and his older brother was a is, and still is a very smart dude we just hung out with like such fucking like low life dick faces that were just like they felt it they, they loved fucking with the younger kids you know what i mean and uh one of the dudes put a hit, hit of acid in my beer when i wasn't looking oh dude that's and fun. uh yeah that fucked me up until college for uh for beer and drinking yeah, well, I mean, you got roofied, you know. Yeah, like, yeah. was it the first time you'd done acid too? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I had no dude, idea what was going fuck on. Fuck that. Yeah, dude, that I got fuck an, you up I, for life. I was in a time loop. I had no idea what the fuck was going on. Dude, fuck that. Oh man, yeah, that that'll put a bad taste in your mouth for sure. Yeah. 
Um, but no, I would smoke weed and try to do like, I'm like, cause I was just high, dude. I was like, all right, I'm going to do my homework and I got to be high cause I'm just high all the time. Now I guess that's what I fucking do. Um, and I would have like a five page uh, paper to write and yeah. like, I'd like get going on it and I'd be like, I get one sentence in. I'm like, I covered all the points. What am I, what else am I supposed to talk about? Like I'd get like a paragraph done and I'm like, I, I, cause there's like, honestly with a lot of those papers, like school for me was easy. And that's not to say that really, I got, well, yeah. It's not to say that I got A pluses or whatever, but yeah. like skating by with like C plus Bs, no problem. Well, I mean, that's what I, you know. I was a C student because I didn't give a fuck. No, yeah, me, I never studied me, and do my homework. Either. And I, same thing in college. Actually, my last year of college, and I graduated. My last year of college, I didn't buy any of the books. I'm not even joking. Yeah, around. yeah. I didn't yeah. buy a single one of the fucking books, and I still graduated with a college degree. Yeah. yeah. Um, Did you get a bachelor's? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, me yeah, too. Yeah. I know you had one too. For business? Yeah. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Sick. Where'd you go? I went to Franklin Pierce. Oh, where? Yeah, I went to Hudson. A fucking shithole. No, Franklin Pierce was fucking dope. Uh, I still have dreams about my college. Yeah. Like life. Yeah. I mean, the I look back, like I was, it was, it's like everything, man. Hindsight's always twenty twenty. Like I look back on it now, like we were living the fucking dream there, but like when you're in it you're just like i don't know you'll just find something to bitch about dude you might be living the dream right now i know i know that's know. that's what i always try to think of too i'm like think about it right now and like i do i do feel that way like i've gotten better at like appreciating the now and shit and i feel like you gotta do that yeah 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 luckily after college i got into like a psychedelic phase and read a bunch of like ram Dass. yeah and fucking it just kind of it, set, <laughs> it settled with me it's something that stuck you know what i mean like that kind of I don't know. And but that's the thing is like that's what's helped me I guess make my moves is like I've kind of like looking at life like I I guess looking at life in a more plain not letting a lot of things bother you I suppose. You know yeah. what I mean? Kind of just like moving forward the way a shark moves forward. Does yeah. that make sense? You know what I mean? Kind yeah, of like yeah, sure. I'm just fucking going, dude. Yeah. And not to say that reading Ram Dass made me aggressive or anything like that. But like, it put me in a very forward momentum of like, oh, well, actually, the the day that I finished Grits for the Mill, which is Ram Dass book, is the day that I quit uh, my job at uh, uh, Moose Cafe. No, 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 no. I went to go work at Spurwink after reading Ram Dass because I was like, because I remember, so I had a roommate that told me that her dad, her dad's job was to take dudes, adult dudes with autism to like fun town every week. Yeah. And I was like, what are you talking about? She's like, yeah, he's like a caregiver and he like, they go to the store, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, that sounds fucking awesome. Like that yeah. sounds like honestly like the best job in the world. Like that sounds my, like my shit. And I remember reading the book and I was like, what the fuck am I doing here? Like what the fuck am I doing here? Like I, you know, and I, I got into Spurwink and I, with that said, if I ever, if comedy ever fucking quit, I'd go back to Spurwink in a heartbeat or I'd work with that, whatever it is. Yeah. Because, it's a job where it pays like shit, but when you go home, you work a day, but you also, it just feels different. You feel like, oh shit, you know what I mean? Like Validated. I'm making, yeah, I'm making yeah. some shit happen. Yeah, for sure. In a very, maybe micro world, but still in that world, it's important. You know what I mean? Yeah, dude, for sure. I mean, I just watched that, um, that show on Netflix, like people make fun of this, whatever, that uh, show on Netflix, um, Love on, Love on the Spectrum with the autistic kids that are trying to like... Yeah, they're adults. So yeah. like they're trying to like, because ninety five percent of people that have autism don't ever end up finding a partner. So it's like a show like going over that, going over their dates and whatnot, and just like, I don't know. Like I was like watching these kids and like, I I, I had like this kind of like thought in my head like maybe I should work with you know 
kids with autism. Something like that seems like it would be like very fulfilling. Like it's, I don't know. Like it's just like they're not so different. They just like you know what I mean. They're like it's just weird to see like anyone that kind of just operates a little bit different, but they're still they're still humans. You know what I mean? They still have the same emotions. Just the way they process things are a little different. Yeah, they just need a little help here and there, and it's like. I could just imagine doing a job like that would feel good. You know what I mean? Well, I mean, for me personally, like I see life very much in black and white tones. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, yeah. no, that's not even true. Like, I guess I do. Like, you know, I'll ride the middle ground on a bunch of different topics and subjects and all that kind of shit. But for the most part, like, I really do believe in right and wrong. Yeah. And that population is the same exact thing. And so, like, I don't know. I've just, I really loved. I loved working there. I yeah. a huge fan. But and actually, I worked with adults. Um they i got transitioned to like young young adults you know like kids like 18 year olds and that's i got out of, uh, after that it was not the same thing like i really do like an older yeah you know like just setting their ways you know yeah. this is the fucking schedule this is the routine and like fuck yeah i, I can dig it i because personally i can eat the same thing every fucking day too you know yeah, what i mean yeah, like yeah. i'm down for it i'm down yeah. i like the routine I mean, I think just with anyone in general, for me, like if you process things, just and I'm not even talking about like a like a like a mental disorder, like autism or whatnot, like just anyone that processes life a bit differently is always interesting to me. That's kind of like why I like the podcast and whatnot. It's like how does how does the world look through this person's eyes? You know what I mean? Like that that interests me. That's fun for me. So that's what's fun about the podcast and like talking to people like you that do different shit. I mean, there can't be a lot of Ian Stewart's. You know what I mean? Like doing what you do, like. Like I said, I couldn't fucking do that shit. So it's like no, I think there are. I think there's a lot of. Me. I think there's a lot of me's at the level I'm at right now. I think there's a bunch of, I because I know those comics in yeah. those states that are doing the exact same shit I'm fucking doing. Right, but in different in different states and whatnot. Yeah, yeah. And I and I guess like I guess up here in Maine too, we are kind of like. Yeah, you know, how much is there? But like, if you go to like a city, like there could be like a shitload of. Oh money. yeah, yeah. Down in Boston, there's a bunch. There's a bunch of dudes in the yeah. same and gals in the same. Um, fucking realm was me i think just unfortunately in maine i don't know people are are people are cool with not doing much you know what i mean yeah, like dude. not doing much and talking really highly about it fucking yeah. high fives all around which well, whatever i get it yeah dude well that's the thing it's like uh like, again you gotta high five yourself but it's like don't fucking i mean i've just even in like the couple of years that i've been doing stand-up i've seen so many comics that will come would come to the bullfinis open mic and do like one maybe two and then like you, the, then they'll just blast it all over their Facebook about how they're a comic now, and then just you never see them again. But- oh yeah, oh dude, the amount that like comedy is one of the few arts where you know you get to quote unquote decide when you're a professional comedian. And like, here's yeah. the thing: comedy is relative, but either people are paying for your shit or they're not. You know yeah. what I mean? And there's a lot of people that don't believe in that. You know what I mean? They're totally yeah. they've never made a fucking dollar, and they're like, yeah, I'm a fucking. Yeah. They will introduce themselves as a comedian, and that's. So that's why I, if, you know, I don't ever introduce myself as a fucking comedian or whatever, you know what I mean? Because, like, the people that do, in all honesty, locally are crazy people. Yeah, They're crazy yeah. people. And I don't really want to be associated with that elk. Like, I got on a, I remember I was on this, like, Zoom call for, there was, like, this media company. And uh, they hit up a bunch of, like, local people to do, like, commercials and shit like that. But they didn't want professionals. Or it was, like, a mix of professionals and a mix of, like, normal people, right? And so I was, I was brought on as like someone who like knew how to do ed- you know editing and video and shit like that and then they had a bunch of like random people and there was a dude that used to do comedy like literally like six or seven years ago terrible terrible fucking comic uh really into like improv that kind of shit not a good comic right and uh hadn't seen him in like literally more than half of a decade 
And uh, they're interviewing, like, hey, uh, so we're going to go around, say your name, blah, 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 and what you do. And this guy, he was like, yeah, I'm so-and-so. I'm a comedian. I'm just like, and after he said that, I didn't want to be like, oh, I'm a comedian, too. Yeah, right. So I was right. like, oh, I'm a, I'm a writer. But with that said, then, is for the most part, when I don't say what I do, usually someone next to me would be like, well, he does this. And you know what I mean? And so the guy that was hosting was like, well, Ian, you also do blah, blah, blah. And I was like, yeah. But it was all those things where, like, as soon as that dude was like, I'm a comedian, then I was like, well, I'm not what he is. So, you know what I mean? Like, and that, that's my fucking shitty ego. Yeah. But it, I, you know what I mean? Like, I want it, like, it just, it, I don't know how like if if he wouldn't have said comedian would you have said like like if someone asked no you? I, pro- I probably would not have said comedian still but it when he said that immediately was I was like oh well comedian's completely off the table yeah for yeah, yeah that's you know what I mean like I'll just go with writer or video <laughs> yeah, guy or whatever sure. the fuck it is yeah no like I always like kind of find it hard like what would like what would you label yourself because like again so we just we just talked about like the comedy but like you do all this other shit like. I don't know, fucking, you sell fucking shoes for fuck's sake. Like, it's a side hustle. Like, yeah, you, yeah. you're also a writer. You write for magazines. Um, fucking video shit. Fucking Welcome to Maine's fucking huge. Like, it's like, you can't put, like, what do you, like, I don't know. I don't even know what I'd call you. I guess it, it, I'm it's dude, comedy first and foremost, I suppose. Yeah, right? I'm a comedian for sure. Yeah. Like, I do a lot of, you know what I mean? I'm a comedian for sure. Like, as a writer, I'm a comedian. As a at Welcome to Maine is a comedy. I'm a stand up comedian. Yeah. I do comedy hypnotism now as a comedian. Oh, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, all that right, kind of shit. Right. I probably sell shoes as a fucking comedian. I don't know. But I, uh, I really just don't. So, I will say this. My parents were, were nice enough to force me into working very young like you need a job you need to go to work and i remember hating my fucking job and telling them all the time that i hated my fucking job and their whole thing was like well then good you'll know what you don't want to do when you're growing up and at the time i was like man fuck them thank god they gave me that glimpse of because i was working around fucking adults i was working around you know what i mean i was working with like dude like this was their fucking life and i had multiple jobs like that where i was there just as like summer helper you know part-time job whatever the fuck it was but it was always in a realm of adults work here right and it was always like fuck like do i is this do i want this to be my life you know what i mean and so then i don't know I, I've never wanted to have a fucking ball. I don't. I hate trainings. I don't want to fucking sit in a fucking room. <laughs> yeah, fuck you know that. what I mean? And watch videos about what and what not to do. I don't want someone. I don't know. I I don't want to be in a situation where I got to quit again. Yeah. You know what I mean? No, like that's sure. not like it, it's. I don't know. Not to say that it's. It's just not for me. Yeah. No. I, I mean, I I um quit my job of seven years like back in May or whatever. Um. But that was corporate fucking bullshit, dude. I can't believe it. Did. I, it was not the plan for seven years. I was like, uh, I was in a shitty job that I actually did my internship at at a car dealership. Yeah. And I was like, I, for whatever bullshit reason, it's a long story, but I quit there. And I'm like, I just need a job right now. So I took a job with them and um, didn't even really negotiate my pay. I'm like, this one ain't going to be long. I'm like, I, this is just for something until I can find something that I really want to do. Seven fucking years later. Yeah. You know, here I am now. Dude, yeah, I mean... And it, honestly, I have kind of, like, PTSD... Like, I don't know, like, you know, searching for jobs now. I kind of have, like, PTSD from, like, the bullshit that that corporate fucking life put me through. And I'm, like, looking through Indeed. I'm, like, ah, oh, they're, they're gonna... I know they're gonna do the same shit, dude. Yeah, yeah. Like, like, fuck. And that's the thing. I, I don't know. I've, I've always thought I was gonna die. 
Like I've always, yeah, my dude, anxiety is so too, through man, the roof. Time. But even as like a kid, it was always like, well, I'm going to fucking, yeah. whatever it is going on, I'm fucking going to die. Yeah. But it was never like a negative, like I'm going to fucking die, I better curl up. It was like, I'm going to fucking die, I better make my mark like right now. Because like I only have oh, like yeah. right fucking now. Yeah, and I kind of went for the curl up thing. <laughs> yeah, no, but that's the thing is like, I, and I understand it and I see it all the fucking time. Uh, and I think it's just, you know, my life experiences have, I don't know. It's just not. It's not who I am. Like I can't yeah. fucking do that shit. And working for someone else physically made me anger, angry, like oh, a yeah. lot. I don't know what it was. It just it. I, like I was not. Not to say that I'm fucking even happy now. <laughs> you know, I'm a psychopath. <laughs> yeah, no, but like you. in general, I'm much much happier just doing my own shit. Fuck you know, yeah. um, fucking off. Um, and with that said though, too is like, man. I wonder what I could accomplish if I was like actually fucking focused. Cause like the thing is, like, I feel like I waste a lot of time. Like, I really don't do, you yeah. know what I mean? Like I feel like I don't like when people will talk about like, Oh, it's great. You're doing this and that and that I always kind of feel guilt. Cause I'm always like, I don't really, I don't, you know what I mean? Like I feel like yeah. I'm only like kind of half assing it. And I wonder like what would happen if I didn't fucking half ass it. Yeah. I mean, it, I, I assume it probably feels that way, but it's probably because you, you've kind of worked yourself in a situation too, where like, I feel like to get where you're at right now, where you're like, can produce these shows and whatnot. Like, you you had to establish a lot of connections to be able to do that, right? So, yeah, it's a lot of time. So yeah. like, at at first, I'm sure it was like a shitload of work, and you know it, it takes a long time to get those connections and whatnot. Yeah. But then it kind of sets you up to where you can be in the position you are right now. So yeah, it's yeah. like, it's like I'm sure the long days have been there, but you know, like maybe maybe it's yeah. a little little easier now. But 100. Yeah, Actually, no, it's funny that I think I rom I romanticize that all the time because like when I was working for Spurwink, right? I would work. Um, my shift was three to midnight. I fucking love that shift. That like I'm a you know I love love second shift. So I would get off at work at midnight, and from midnight to four in the morning, I'd be like making flyers or emailing or uh, working on Stranger stuff. Or then Stranger was my YouTube series before like Welcome to Manor and that fucking shit, and just constantly connecting or hustling or creating or just make like i was obsessed with it obsessed with it and now i will i'll give myself shit not being the same person but i also i feel like i work differently and i honestly say and honestly i I believe that i work in a more efficient way yeah right now you know what i mean um i think being like a fucking you know being i don't know that's you know what's funny is i think it all has a time and its place because like when you listen to like bands that have quote unquote or here's the thing when i say making it i don't mean like household name i just mean like making like 100k a year right make right. that's what you know 100 150 dollars a year fuck yeah that's making it and i would consider bands like punk bands or whatever that make that happen a year too and anytime you listen to their stories it, it's all the path almost sounds similar of like you know we were doing this in the beginning we were flyering every fucking poll we possibly could throw demos out you know who we could talk to everyone we possibly can but then when you start you still work just as hard, but now you're you, the way you progress is you do start making connections, and those connections lead to other connections, and other doors get open, and all that kind of shit. Yeah. It's up to you how hard you want to work to start pushing through those other fucking doors and meeting other people and whatever the fuck it is. And so, I think it all has its path. And I think maybe right now, like I do give myself shit about my workflow, but I still feel like I'm getting shit. It looks like I'm getting shit done. Like I'll look on my yeah, day and I'm like, yeah. all right, I guess I'm doing shit. Yeah, but I really don't no, no, feel like sure. I'm getting shit done. You know what I mean? And maybe when I'll look back on this day and be like, oh, you know, I needed that period of like mm. just aloof work. 
Yeah, well, I mean, it's it's kind of like in those moments too where like you feel like I mean, you need to have those times too to kind of like let your you got to let yourself breathe, and that's kind of like where I feel like a lot of like the creative process comes from. I mean, if you don't have this downtime, like you're just you're not one of those people that likes to sit around and do nothing. So like, yeah, if you yeah. have enough downtime, I know you're gonna find something else to do. Like the fucking Welcome to Maine videos, like we we're talking about. Like yeah. you couldn't just do nothing and like. What do those fucking videos get? Like forty thousand fucking hits now? Like like every one of them? Like nah, it depends. I would say we're more close. I th- I think generally they're like fifteen to like twenty thousand. I've seen a few with forty thousand. Yeah, yeah, we've got a few. There's one. There's a. There's like one that's like a hundred, almost a hundred thousand, if not a hundred thousand. There's one that's like seventy thousand. Yeah. There's a few that are like f- around forty thousand. But I would say generally, if we release one, we can usually get between like fifteen and twenty thousand organically. Yeah. And with that said, though, is if they're going like gangbusters, like the ice fishing video, it popped up so fucking hard that we were like, all right, what happens if we put ten dollars behind this on Facebook yeah, as a sponsored yeah, yeah. ad? And then that fucking blew up. So I think we've put like. Twenty-five dollars between behind a few videos, but even with that said, like we were talking with a friend that does marketing for a, a university, and she's like, "We have to spend hundreds of dollars to get." Yeah, yeah, exactly. you know what I mean. That same sh- people would kill for those, like to have those views, and I feel like that's probably something you might take for granted a little bit. I'm not saying like, I've never talked to you about this, but if you think you're not doing nothing, but then you get these videos that are like consistently averaging that many views, I mean, you're doing shit. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, no, I think you know I. I'm more right. What's happened recently is I've been getting recognized and that's the one thing that I feel like has been different than any of the other shit that I've ever done is like, I'll be in Walmart. Like yesterday I was in Walmart with my son and some dude was like shopping with his wife, some big fucking brolic. And that's my daughter crying in the background. My don't worry. She's not being ignored. My, my wife will get her. Yeah. She's on duty. The dogs will take care of her. Yeah. The dogs got it. Don't worry. Uh, the dogs will bark her to sleep. (laughs) Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah, getting like like that's the so I don't know I because like here's the thing so I don't know if you know this did you know that I had a viral video like fucking six years ago yeah with the the ALS uh, one yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah so that's yeah, the so thing is like I've had I've had videos that have popped way and actually a bunch of my stranger videos have popped a lot harder than any of the welcome to Maine even on even on Facebook or whatever like I've, I have a few videos that are hundred thousand. That never, I when I started doing that shit, I thought it would translate to like success, actual success. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. it does not at all. Like, not even a significant amount of success. It'll be cool. You'll feel cool when you go to an open mic. Someone will be like, "Hey, this guy's a fucking viral video." But outside of that, it doesn't mean fucking dick all. Yeah. Well, I mean, it, it, it again, it, it all depends on what you consider success. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, like, I don't know. Like, do you do you consider success for like notoriety? Do you consider it the like money? Like what? What? It's everyone's got a different definition. Well, yeah. For so it. I don't like I don't I. So I make a yeah. I would I would consider success making a good living. Yeah. Right. Right. Like a good like, living. Like like a hundred to hundred fifty k. Yeah. 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 And I, right now I'm making like staples manager money you yeah. know what i mean like if i worked i was if i was a manager at fucking like arby's right around the, you Fuck know what yeah. i mean like I, bet you're, I bet you're happier than those guys yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know i mean I'm, and actually with with hypnotism maybe not arby's arby's fucking rules the hypnotism money is significantly different than stand-up comedy money and that's it's, it's the whole, you know what more? i mean oh fuck yeah, yeah it's insane old it's people love insane. that shit right? no 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 dude schools oh schools yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. doing like fucking and that's high good shit. clean comedy too yeah i've got like an hour and a half two hour show absolutely pg comedy hypnotism 
Uh, it's a good clean comedy sells, dude. It well, I mean, it, dude, it pays the fucking bills. Fuck you know yeah, I mean? no, like, no, we've had this conversation. Yeah, I can't, yeah. I can't figure it out, but <laughs> yeah, no, and I mean, you can. Here is the thing: it's not like if you want to make corporate money, you got to do corporate shit. Yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? No, like, sure. That's the thing. And with that said, though, like fuck yeah, there are a bunch of really dope, amazing comedians that say whatever the fuck they want, and they make a great fucking living doing it. You got to get to that point. A lot of those guys yeah. were college comedians. They were fucking doing corporate shit to get fucking paid off of like NAFTA and all that kind of, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, but you don't think like, cause I can remember James giving me this advice one time. He's like, you think Anthony Jeselnik started off by saying all the bad shit he says now? I'm like, I guarantee you he did. Like, I feel like that guy was raunchy. Like, yeah, yeah. Right, right through his like, his whole the thing career. is with Anthony Jeselnik is, and there's, you know, there's people locally and there's people regionally that he had the act immediately where he, yeah, he was a he was a dirty comedian, but yeah. he also looked like a fucking Swedish model while yeah, he was yeah, doing yeah. it. No, 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 no. When For you sure. look like that a goblin helps. and you're doing jokes about your fucking, you just call me a goblin, bro. <laughs> no, no, but what I'm, dude, what I'm saying is you Fuck can't. Me, dude. Here's the thing: if you already had like that's where the humor is. His humor was in the juxtaposition, right? Yeah, no, no. no. Being sure. a dirty, filthy comic and you look like someone who smells like cum. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. Like I don't know if it's gonna dude, work. I feel like you're directing these yeah. at me, dude. <laughs> Save them for the fucking show later, dude. If I can roast me up there, <laughs> fuck! I do not smell like cum. Do I? <laughs> Did you put your cum rag on, dude? That'd be the lamest roast one, dude. Here's Tom. Looks like he smells like cum. Like, <laughs> dude. Like, dude, that's not even creative. Dude, dude. It's not creative, but I bet it would murder. <laughs> dude, for sure, it would murder in a dumb room like tonight. Oh, dude, my I know my my favorite uh, joke to always pull out when I realize I have a real dumb crowd is um, just to see if they laugh. I go. So I ate pussy for breakfast this morning, and if they start laughing, I'm like, oh, fuck, I don't even have to do anything up here. I can literally just say the dumbest shit, and they will laugh. Yeah. Like I did that at the show in Van Buren when he went all the way up there. Um, oh. I always love like when you give me the green light, you're like, you can say whatever you want here. I'm like, yeah. What happened in Van Buren? Not mu- Remember like they wanted to see, like the guy was... That was the first time I saw a bar a bar owner give you like a real hard time. He's like, "You guys better be doing five oh, hours." Shit, dude, you went to that show. That yeah. show sucked. That's like that that show gives me fucking nightmares, <laughs> dude. Yeah, I was so sick. Uh, he wanted us to do five hours. No, he wanted three hours. No, that's what we ended up doing was three hours. But he started off because he came to me first. Yeah, because I was the first comic he saw. He was like, "You guys gonna be doing five hours?" I'm like, "Oh, I'm the, I'm not the fucking guy." Yeah. And then like you were able to weasel it down to three hours, which was still kind of a lot. But like three hours for no fucking money after yeah. driving five and a half hours there and five and a half hours, dude. dude. Hell shit, dude. Okay. I said, and that's here's the thing though is this whole thing is a fucking sickness, and you got to do it. For, you got to do it. You got to. Do it to a point where like you it loses money. Like yeah. this, this is not a business until it becomes a business. You jump in this thinking like, and that's you know it's so funny. I've met a ton of like you know early on comics being like, oh I'm gonna get paid. I'm gonna do this. And there are it, dude, there are some comedians, some producers locally that will pay terrible fucking comics twenty bucks a show to do their yeah. shit. Fuck yeah. But if you actually want to fucking get this fucking done, do this shit. You have to invest absolutely everything in yourself and just do. Literally everything, eat all the balls and fucking, yeah. you know, move on well, up. Well, that's what I like. That's like a problem that I face personally trying to figure out like what I want to do with my comedy because it's like I'm doing it because I I love it. You know what I mean? It's I've never really had like, I mean, sure, of course, I would like, I love the idea of just making it. And I've had like all these plans of like, I was getting real serious about moving out of state um, right before the pandemic hit. Um, so that because I want to get to a more popular area where I could do more mics and work on my craft and then hopefully make money with it. But like, but 
in the me like i'm still just trying to figure that out like i'm 30 now you know what i mean so it's like yeah. what do i you know it's like and do i really think I, you i think i'm good and then like you see someone really crushed like i remember when, like when we did that show for elliot chang and i'm like he's re- he's a real la comic you know what i mean yeah. like and it's like oh shit i got ways to go you see a guy like oh, that yeah, go yeah. up you're like fuck well dude. and that's the thing i've been able to work and you know that's the thing is like i've worked with a bunch of like dope comedian like big ones at theaters but i've also worked with a ton of comedians coming up like elliot chang and shane torres and yeah. like and like actually like worked full-on weeks of you know shows with them to see the whole like those guys are legitimately fucking insanely fun. like Dude, to another yeah, like so a, a level that locally no one possessed. There's not a single person. I'm not saying this in a mean like no, no, Karen Morgan, not. Bob Marley, absolutely they they're in this realm. But as far as like actual like you're a fucking comedian, no one's even fucking close. No. With that said, is you see the actual business side of what they're fucking doing. Man, I've seen a bunch of these guys. They've got Conan credits. They are motherfucking slayers. Make. 50 bucks a night doing the shit. You know what I mean? Like, it's fucking nuts. Yeah. A, a lot of those guys are probably, are are more business, I mean, more artists than they are business. But unfortunately, this business now is you kind of have to be, like, to be a stand-up comedian now, it's not just stand-up comedy. You also have to have a podcast and have a fucking video series and fucking write and fucking uh, direct shit and fucking produce things and all that. You know what I mean? You got to do all the shit. Yeah, and uh, I wonder what like at what point for me like it would take, I would not like I feel like at a certain point I would lose my passion for it. So it's like I worry about that too. Like, like I should be saying that like I'm so far along where it's like oh, I'm not like, but like you know what I mean? Like, you'll lose passion for what you're doing right now, but yeah. if you progressively move up, you'll be passionate about what you're doing then. I know that's that's why I gotta I gotta I gotta at least move out of the fucking woods. You know, I gotta start there. Get a job like more down south. Yeah, know? but and maybe. Then, I mean, the thing is, it's the fucking internet. You could be a TikTok well, star that's tomorrow. A, I know, dude. I got TikTok, dude. I did do it. Um, but you're just gonna like, find fuck. like the thing is, you just have to. I don't know, man. Like, I just feel like I've spent a lot of time failing. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Of you course. I mean? That's the course. other thing too. Is like I like I and I think about that a lot more than any like quote unquote success I've had. Is more of like. I've just I've failed a fucking ton. I've done a lot. I've yeah. just eaten so much shit. Failure is another one of those things, though. It's like it's relative. It's all perspective. You yeah. know, you know, it's like you gotta fail. Like you're not gonna not fail. You're not gonna go up on stage and you're gonna bomb. Like, and I knew that. Yeah. Like I knew that when I was coming into comedy. I was like embracing that just as much as killing it. It's like it's all part of the process. Yeah. So it's like, and that's I mean, really with everything in life. You know what I mean? But I think the best thing you could do is just like put yourself in the fucking arena you know what i mean like if you're just out that's why like when i started doing comedy like i was like i'm not missing a fucking wednesday you know what i mean it's because three open mics i could fucking do and i'm like and then i ended up getting shows like that time at henry catlin and shit and did the show down in rochester i'm like shit i'm doing a show out of state like that's pretty cool you know what i mean like i feel like that's all you gotta do just keep at it and like I don't know. Just like yeah, dude. Yeah, exactly. And that's the thing is, yeah, exactly. Exactly what you're doing. And you gotta and you gotta put your blinders on. You just gotta do your own shit. You know what I mean? You can't. I I can't get wrapped up in the fucking scene or the other fucking shit. Just do your own shit. You know. Yeah, I mean, there's there's a lot of bullshit that uh, that comes with this shit for sure. And like, what time is it? Oh, six o two. Six o two. Yeah. Hold on. Let me get some more whiskey. All right. Yeah. I'm back with the bottle of whiskey. Yeah, keep that thing right with you, bud. I'm just taking little sips. 
Yeah. I'm not going hard. Yeah, that's what, I, that's what I was doing, dude. <laughs> Starts with little sips, man. No, hey, man, I'm a, I am a, I'm a actual alcoholic. It is what it is. Yeah, my, mine's just, what I've realized about me with that shit is like, it's a slow, it's a slow burn for me. You know what I mean? Like, it's like it's gonna start off slow, and it yeah. might even take like a year and a half or so before it ramps up. I say that, but like, I don't know. Like, I've been able to handle my drinking for most of my life. It's just been a few bad patches, and I just came out of one. So it's like, yeah, yeah. it's like yeah, you gotta fucking pump. You gotta pump the gas. You gotta chill. I've had huge swaths of sobriety, like years and years and years of sobriety, and like just like not into drinking. But actually, when I met Sarah. She was really into drinking, and oh. that's how I got into oh. drinking. And it's just like not even that, but because her all, her friends and all that shit, they were like they would like go out to bars every fucking yeah, day, all yeah, that yeah, shit. So we'd go out and we'd drink. Um, I started just incorporating that in my social anxiety at comedy shows, where I was yeah. like, "Oh, this I can just do this." Because like I, you know, before that, I could pretty much use or I'd smoke pot and smoke cigarettes outside, that kind of shit. Um. But, I, you know, that fuck my energy is fucking jolted and weird anyways. And I'd fucking use that on stage because I was fucking anxious. But the booze definitely kind of. Um, I, don't, I feel like, honestly, the booze kind of helped my comedy. In yeah. all honesty. Um, it's hurt a bunch of shows when I was like younger, you know, being of not doing very good at comedy. But like learning like, oh, if I had like if I have like a beer before the show yeah and this would be and with that said though anytime i've actually quote unquote like if, anytime i've opened up for a big comic i haven't had a single fucking drink right so like there is like it's funny like when i do take it like for real for real serious there is no alcohol involved yeah um it, it fucking it's like with everything in life dude it's a fucking balance right like and if you can balance it it's good um and i balance it with booze most of my life but it tipped the other direction, so I revoked my license for a little bit. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, like, but I mean, like at least fucking. At least you have the wherewithal to do that. You know yeah, what I mean? yeah, like, yeah, That's a good thing. And I've, and I've always kind of had that. I've n- I don't really have a uh, addictive personality. Like with a lot of things, like I've tried a lot of shit, and it's like that. It depends. Like that was awesome. Do not have the fucking like urge to be like, that's awesome. Let's keep that. Like tomorrow, I need that tomorrow. Like which was like. Whatever. See, I do. I have that 100. percent Yeah. No, like I've, even when I was in the hospital, they gave me a couple drugs. Where like I remember, like a week after the hospital, I was kind of like pining away for it, like a fucking Vietnam POW yeah. pines for like fish soup. You know what I mean? Like I was like, ah, oh, Ativan, dude. Yeah, Ativan, well, dude. Fucking well, yeah, dude. When I was when I was in there, I was because I have panic attacks anyway. My doctor will actually prescribe me that shit, but she'll she'll only do it in like a like a do- like I have to go see her. She doesn't give me a monthly prescription. I have to be like, yeah. hey, I'm having panic attacks again, and she'll give me like six or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But when I was in the hospital, because. But you know, have that on my records. They know that I do have anxiety. They they were allowed to give me Ativan drip every six hours. Nice, nice. And I nice. was like fucking looking at the clock. I'm like, all right, it is this. Um, when that six hour comes, give me because I, dude, dude, I had a meltdown about Ativan the last night I was there. Yeah, I saw it on Facebook. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah, dude. Dude, yeah, I, I, I was. I, that's a thing. Like, here's the thing. I was like, I hear where he's coming I'm from. I'm legitimately a psychopath. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's the. That's not. You know, the, those stories are true. I'm a crazy person for real. Yeah, no. We but yeah, that, dude. dude. Yeah, I had a meltdown on Facebook about it. Dude, I was so fucking pissed. I was so angry. Oh, dude. Well, I could have met. Like, dude, the hospitals are the fucking worst. Like, like I commented in the last one you'd put when you're in the hospital for some shit. Like, I, I, like in when I was in for that like nine day stint that I had, like. 
I was like, I thought about you when I was in there because I always see you fucking you're in the hospital again. And I'm like, dude, uh, these places suck so fucking much. It'd been uh, a very long time since I'd even been in a hospital, and I'm yeah. like, dude, I could not be in these hospitals as much fuck as fucking man. Ian is, dude. Fuck that. Yeah, I'm getting. I mean, it, you get used to it, ish, right? Yeah, kind of. It is what it is. But I mean, that's why. I, that's why I was so fucking sick. That's why I kind of put myself in the situation I'm in is because I was so afraid of going to the fucking hospital. Yeah, I, I just. I literally put it off until I was like, I think I'm gonna fucking die. Yeah. Went to the ho- went to the doctors and they're like, you might die. And yeah. I was like, Fuck. And Dude, then no. that's when this whole thing happened. And then that's not even true. That's when I was diagnosed with Graves. And then finally started getting better. And then after the surgery, I unfortunately, I had complications and it just fucked me up for a few months. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, fuck, dude. I mean, I'm the same way. That's why. That's how I almost fucking died. I was literally sounding like Kermit the Frog, and I was just refusing to go to the hospital. They said I was like 15 minutes away. If I if I waited really? 15 more minutes, they said. I how long were you sick died. for? Like three days. Dude. Oh, dude. Like, yeah, yeah. like it. Like I got a sore throat. I went to the walk. It got real sore, so I went to the walk-in clinic the next day. They're like, probably strep, whatever. Yeah. The it, test came back negative for strep. Like it probably is though. I'm not gonna. T- I'm not gonna lie. If you tell me the story, I'm gonna think. Whatever you have is going to happen to me, and I'm going to have I fucking know, anxiety yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I know, dude. I know. <laughs> I don't even want to hear it. <laughs> that, that, like, I care. I care <laughs> that you're good, but it will put me into well, a, a spin where I will be grabbing my throat for the next fucking you, three fucking you, hours. You'll know. You'll know if you have it. You start talking like Kermit the Frog, you don't even sound like yourself. It's it's very clear. If you start talking like Kermit the Frog and your throat hurts, go to the fucking hospital. Yeah. I should have done that right away. Like, Well, and that's uh, luckily, that's what saved my life this last time. Where if I if I had not already gone through all the shit, I would have the the shit that I was experiencing. I would have been like, nah, I'll be cool. I'll be cool. I'll be cool. And this last time when I showed up, they were like, yeah, you're you were gonna have a heart attack or stroke immediately. And I was like, what are you you talking about? And like people are running around, they're freaking out. You know what I mean? Like that's not a good yeah. That's when they're freaking out and they're going okay, and they start talking like like it's fucking nuts when they start looking at your AKG like. A lot of crazy shit. But the thing is, too, is like the hospital when I first got in there both times, this last the last two times that I had to go for the ER, the it, they were completely booked out. So I was being treated in the fucking hallway, <laughs> like oh, literally word. in the hallway. And they're like, oh, hopefully you don't die. You yeah, know what I mean? Like I'm going to fucking die in dude. a hospital hallway. Yeah, they, they fucking wheeled, they, they wheeled me into the big room and then people started flooding in and I'm like, why is there so many fucking people here? Yeah, yeah. Um, and that's when I knew, I was like, fuck. But yeah, there was the same thing. Like people were just like freaking out and like running around. They're yeah. preparing me for a trick just in case. Turns out I fucking needed it. Like, Bro, again, you were putting me in an anxiety spiral. <laughs> oh, yeah, I, yeah, I, well, can, we don't have I can to, we don't, feel it in my stomach right now. That happened, Duke. So we're, we're talking about that at the fucking... But that's actually, that's the thing. That's what sucks about going to the hospital is like being that person. You know yeah. what I mean? Just being like, fuck. The, the, the one thing about it that was kind of relieving is there was something wrong. Where I have such high anxiety, I used to do this in college. I would, I, a few times in college, I went to the hospital with panic attacks. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And, and like checked in and everything and they do not give you the time of day. They know you're just being a fucking weirdo. Yeah. So like, at least they were like, at least I was like, okay, so there was something wrong this time. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? When they start talking to you like you're a puppy, yeah, yeah, yeah. Then yeah. you know there's bad shit happening. We're like, uh, okay, so um, we uh, we're gonna have to put um, an IV into your arm yeah, immediately, yeah. and yeah. Uh, we're like, what, 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 what's happening? They're like, we're gonna have a fucking heart attack, bro. When they when they when they asked me if there's anyone I want to call, I yeah, was like, geez. oh fuck, dude. Well, that's the thing too. You know, it's funny is like. The last, the last last time I went to the ER, I was not prepared 
to stay. Right. Because like the time before that, I went to the ER. They treated me. It took like a half a day, but then they let me walk. And this time, I you know I walked in the same way. I was like all fucked up. I was like, all right, I'll, I'm sure I'll be in here and I'll be in and now I remember telling Sarah that like I'm just, I drove myself there. I was like, I'll be fine. Yeah, yeah. And they're like, yeah, you gotta, you're staying over, bud. I was oh, like, what? Fuck. What do you mean? They're like, you're really fucked up. Like, <laughs> oh, what, what do you mean? <laughs> That's the worst shit. What I hated about because like the expectations they set for me for like the he's like we're probably gonna have to go in a helicopter and I'm like fuck. And the, the, basically, the expectations the guy set for me is I'd be sleeping for a few days until the affection went away, and then I'd leave. Well, that's not how it fucking works. No, they not. wake you right the fuck up, and you have to just sit there, or they can't move because you're all strapped to shit, throat uh, hole, and dude. like, and like, dude, you're killing me. Okay, all right, we, we, killing we, me. We, we could change the subject. I know we've danced around. All right, yeah, new subject. All right, let's see what. Like, how much time do we have? Like, we should probably leave her like six thirty. Yeah, we're at uh six twelve right now. So a all few right. more minutes. I've got a few. uh yeah, if we can get an hour. That's the thing. I don't, I feel like I've just talked about myself yeah. in a shitty way. Like I, I feel oh, like you know, this has been a bad very... podcast on my end. Ah, uh, dude, no. I mean, I think, I think, I think you're doing fine, dude. I think this is a lot of good, good info. I mean, fuck. Oh shit, yeah. Uh, did you, did you know? Um, because we did that. Sh- I did that one show with Francis Ellis. I know you work with him all the fucking time. Mm-hmm. But um, I uh, have you seen the Gillian Keeves ske- sketches? Yeah, I know he's in he's in one. He's right? in yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah he's yeah. the priest in the wedding one. And I was like, oh shit! And like, I got yeah. to flex out a little bit. Like, I did a show with that guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know yeah, what yeah. I mean, like, that's cool. Like, but after we did that show with him, he's pop pops up all over my Facebook with like his ads and shit. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, no, Francis is a good guy. Yeah, yeah, he was wicked cool. And like, Francis is younger than me, and I don't like that about him. Yeah, but why? Because he a he looks older than me, but he looks like a more successful older guy. Like he looks yeah. like, a, like he looks like a dude who's like just like murdering his early 40s and he's just a dude early murdering his early 30s he just like has that fucking yeah the, yeah, yeah. the well-worn life thing going on well he lives in new york right yeah i mean yeah yeah he, he grew up in a life that i can only imagine yeah i mean he was like dude he was like he went to harvard at it playing oh, lacrosse shit. you know what i mean he was at barstool sports like yeah, you know that, yeah. he's that's the thing it's like we can talk about what I'm doing, but I'm not doing the goddamn thing next to fucking Francis, uh, and I fucking know him. You know what I mean? You, like you can't compare yourself to other people, dude. I could say I'm not doing a fucking thing compared to you. You know, you just gotta be you know happy with what you're doing. Yeah, yeah, no, hundred uh-huh. percent. But that's the thing; it's all it's all perspective. It's all perspective. You know what I mean? And that's why I feel like an ass because I've been I feel like I've been like yeah success, but it's like to, you know what I mean? At what parallel? You know what I mean? Like well, I mean, fuck, dude. I mean, I could. Tell I guess you, Arby's manager parallel. <laughs> yeah, dude. Right? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly. But yeah, I mean, like I said, though, Arby's is dope. I mean, that one, the Staples manager was a better yeah. one. I think. I think I'd rather be in Arby's, but not just fucking yeah, with yeah. you. No, I'd, I'd rather be in your shoes. But I, again, I couldn't do it. So like, I, I can't even say I'd rather be in your shoes because I really wouldn't. Like no, I, anyone and that hey, dude, anyone can do it. Yeah, it's like, but like, it's a, it's an extreme amount of. I know you're. Well, I'll say this: anyone can do it as long as you are funny to a certain group of people. Yeah, you know what I mean. As long as there's a certain group, you can't just be an unfunny fucking. You know what I mean? Like, you have, there's going to be a certain group that's like, ah, I like this fucking guy. Yeah, yeah, and you got to be like, you got to have a certain amount of charisma. I feel like you know what I mean. I mean, that's you need that in fucking life if you're going to be working with people in general, right? Yeah, yeah. So it's like. You got to have, there's a lot of shit like that that you really just can't fucking teach people, man. Well, if you look at stand-up comedy, you know, the people with the specials are the people that run the company. And, like, a lot of us are, like, either worker bees or middle management or a little upper management. 
people are starting to become CEOs or the people that like, get the fucking feature for the, you know what I mean? Like you just have to look at it as like a corporation. There's a lot of people that I think look at it like, well, I'm doing comedy for two weeks. I probably should make it right. And you're like, nah, there's so much time ahead of you. You know what I mean? To, yeah. Oh to yeah. Make this profession. Well, and it just like you said, there's so many paths or so many different out, like so many yeah. different avenues you could take too. And it's like, yeah. and for the most part though, all of those paths, whatever they are, there are long climbs. Yeah, There's yeah, very few people sure. in comedy that have just, you just really like, popped explode. the fuck out. I would, like, the one I would argue, like, Bo Burnham, since he was, yeah. like, 16. But you dude, know what I mean? But like, even if you go back to his old videos, he put out a lot of shit, and they're all original songs. That, yeah. that t- must have taken him so yeah, long. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he started, like, when he was, like, what, 10 or something crazy. Dude, like, yeah, you know what I mean? He, like, he was, like, a, he's, and if you watch his lot, it's very obvious he's a genius. Oh, you know dude, what I mean? Like, very brilliant guy. Dude, yeah, yeah. For sure. So it's not like he's playing... With my Arby's manager deck, you know what I mean? He's got yeah. he's got L.L. Bean manager fucking cards he's throwing down, dude. Dude, for sure. Um, oh, shit, yeah, this is actually a question I wanted to ask you. Um, so, with the Welcome to Maine videos, like you said, people are actually, like, recognizing you for that, and that's mm-hmm. kind of like, like, are people coming out to the shows? Is that is that generated, like, any, like... Yeah, yeah. So, people are coming out to the shows to see, so, like... So, except for this last one. The last one we did was not good because it was like the first like wave of like COVID's back. Oh yeah. yeah. And um, we were also doing it at, like kind of like an artsy fartsy place that like they weren't, so, you know what I mean? Like it's not like they promote the fuck out of that show either. Right. Right. But when we did do them, uh, we did the show at Bangor Arts Exchange. Um, it was welcome to Maine live and we sold it out. But apparently, so I've done Bangor Arts Exchange a bunch as a stand-up comedian, and know. we've sold it out a bunch of times. I want to get on that. And stage. it's one of those things where we usually we'll sell it out through the door, right? Like you yeah. know, someone will buy the last tickets. We sold it out. Sold out this one, this Welcome to Maine one. I think a few days before we showed up, but then you know when we showed up that day, he's like, "Yo, what are you doing differently?" And I was like, "What do you mean?" He's like, "Well, normally, you know, we'll sell out day of." He's like, "We've gotten calls non fucking stop." For tickets to the show tonight, Fuck and we've yeah. had to turn everyone away. It's like, what's going on? I was like, well, it's this fucking show. And so we did the live show. That live show was fucking dope. It was it was a really good time. We got to meet people that like really dig the fucking show. We got to meet like I was, I was so fucking hesitant to call anyone that like likes my shit a fan. But but I feel like with Welcome to Maine sure. yeah. actually has like fan. I would consider no, them valid. like fans. You yeah, know what I mean? Sure. Like there's actual like, definitely fans have that. a following. Yeah, there. you know what I mean. And um. I don't know. It was, it was fucking cool. It's cool to like meet people that are like fucking. And that's the one. That's the thing. Not to say that I was, like I'm sure it sounded braggadocious in the beginning when I was like, getting recognized, but like it's fucking cool as fuck. It's such a crazy feeling because like that dude yesterday at Walmart, uh, you know, and this this happens like a few times a week. You know what I mean? Like I'll be walking somewhere and someone will be like, hey, but like yesterday I could just the guy's look like he was just so fucking pumped that I was. He's like he was like, oh yeah, like just the way that he <laughs> yeah, looked yeah. at me, and I was like, oh yeah, and I just see he was just like. Yeah, like, yes. that's mid that fucking guy's like, day, dude. And he's like, I'm sure this dude, he did not look like a very happy dude. You know what I mean? Like he <laughs> yeah. looked like, Ugh. dude. Those but, fucking videos probably fucking make his day, dude. Like, yeah, you know yeah. I mean? But like, that's the thing. Art. It's funny. The guys that like our videos, they don't. I would never assume that they had good senses of humor, right? Um, I would assume like most of them are fucking like the guys that like pull out guns in TikTok videos. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, you know, like, dude. You don't take my flag, like those guys. <laughs> And like I fucking love them. I'm 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 a half of that person myself, you know what I right, mean? Right, right. But I don't but that part of me is not the good humor side of me, you know what I mean? Yeah, that's the no, fucking no, 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 no. Yeah, and, I saved that for my anger. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And that's <laughs> the thing is like uh, you know, it's so funny cuz these you can just see these dudes light up. And also, you know, the way that I write the shit, obviously like my character, I'm the foil of the whole thing. Right, right, so right. So there's no like 
I'm already the punching bag of the series. Like that's how I made it. You know what I mean? And so everyone, for the most part, is very comfortable with like ah oh, you. You know what I mean? Yeah, like there's yeah. no hesitation because it's like I'm already a fucking I'm already a dummy. You know to them. Yeah, the you wait till you start getting sack taps at fucking market oh, basket, dude. Dude, <laughs> dude, uh, dude, my kid learned it. And he's been doing it nonstop. Oh, fucking fun, dude! You taught him that one already, huh? Yeah, dude, cruel. <laughs> I, there's gonna be a baby screaming in the entire back end of this friggin'. Nah, I don't think it'll be that bad. I think I think you pointed out it was worse. <laughs> yeah. Nah, it's fine. My my office is next to my daughter's room. That's yeah. why. The other I mean, bedrooms are downstairs. It's probably a good thing, though. I mean, you're working. You need to hear the baby crying right in. So. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but no, nothing. I was gonna say. Um. So like, do you, what you do with Welcome to Maine is a lot different than like your set, right? You yeah. Know, like that humor is kind of like different because like you said you get these yeah. two different sides of you, really. Um, are people like weirded out when they meet you? Like, like, cause like that character of Mar- like you said, it's just like a fucking you're the punching bag. It's a it's a it's a red redneck fucking. Video. I, you know what's funny? It's something I think about. Like I think I think half the time people would love it. If my whole interaction with them would be like, I went to the Sea Dogs, dude. I went to a Sea Dogs game, and like multiple people recognized me there, which was crazy. Like I literally got recognized by one dude, and then three like um, three like bleachers up. There was another dude that was like, yeah, like the, you know what I mean. Like yeah, they were yeah, in the yeah. same lane, didn't know each other at all, and they were both like into it. And I felt, I sometimes feel like people want me to just be like the oh yeah guy, like oh yeah 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 yeah. But with that said, it's because I'm a stand up comedian and I am a I might be ugly, but I'm a confident, ugly fucking dude. You know what I mean? Like I'm a fucking, I'm a, I am a confident dude. Usually when, and I know how to interact with people. When people meet me, the way that I meet them, and they're like, "Oh, this guy's a, fu- this guy's a fucking pro." This guy, you yeah. know what I mean? Like I know, I know how to, I know how to, I know how to leave them being like, you know, fuck yeah, you know what I mean? And that's from years of doing that after fucking shows where they didn't like me. You know right, what I mean? Right. Like when the fucking comedy show goes south, and you still got to be likable, you know? And so. Yeah. To be liked already, that's fucking easy. Yeah, I mean, I could see myself having troubles with that. Even when I do like the small stages and shit that I do now, and people are really stoked about the set I did, and they like want to tell me how awesome they thought it was. Yeah, it's very uncomfortable for me. Yeah, I don't like. I don't like compliments at a comedy show. Yeah, it's, but that's uh, the stand up comedy dude. and Welcome to Maine are completely different things for me. Same thing yeah. with like my writing for the magazine. Like the way it's all different. It all comes from different shit. Yeah, you know what I mean. And I wouldn't do those jokes that I do on Welcome to Maine during my fucking stand-up set, you know? Right, and I, I kind of wonder if hold that's... On, hold on a second. Yeah. What's up, buddy? The baby's all angry. Um, shit, I don't, can't remember what the fuck I was going to say. Um, you definitely hear the screaming, though. Yeah. That's an angry baby. <laughs> Are we at an hour? You want to want to wrap it? Yeah, we're at an hour right now. No. Um, well, we're at an hour. It won't be an hour once I head. We don't. It doesn't fucking matter. Do you have any last, any last questions you had prepared? Uh, dude, no, not really. I was really hoping that we would fucking just kind of carry carry on being cool dudes, which we totally did. So, um, <laughs> I put conspiracy theories on there. We don't yeah. have time to go over conspiracy theories. Right? What uh, what are your favorite conspiracy theories? Well, I just found out about a new one, and I kind of talked about this in my last podcast when I had that near death experience, mm-hmm. where I was like, I wonder if if you die, if you like. Maybe I did die in a different reality, and then oh, like, I think about that all the time. Um, and that's I, I said that, and then um. Apparently, that's a real theory. It's called quantum immort- immortality theory. And so you're just constantly waking up alive. Yeah, you, wait, you just, your conscience transfers to a different reality. And they say, and like they're saying, that's where like the Mandela effect shit comes from. Because in that new reality, it's just slightly altered. 
Dude, I, there's a few <laughs> times in my life that I've been pretty sure I fucking died. Yeah, dude. Pretty sure I fucking died. Oh, dude, yeah, I remember you telling me a crazy story about that once. Which one? Like, where you, like it was, like, crazy. Like, it was from Van Buren. I was drunk and high. I can't really remember it all, but, like, where you had some kind of weird out-of-body experience. Hmm. But, um, but, yeah, I mean, there's times, like, I don't know, like, I, I don't know, my... It's, I don't know, just one kind of like boggles my mind a little bit. You think about it and like the simulation theories and all that shit. And it's like, I don't know, because nothing makes any fucking sense, right? And I'm so quick to like write off religions and shit, but it's like, no one fucking knows what the fuck's going on here. You know what I mean? So those theories could be kind of fun to look into. But yeah, I fucking look, I used to really like conspiracy theories a lot. It's like, all what, about what's one that like you like believe in? Uh, I mean, I can I can be convinced of anything. Yeah. I really can. Like, if you just give, if you give me like a solid, if you like give me a joint and like a solid argument, I'm like, yeah, that sounds good. The one I, you know what, the one I really like, the one I'm pumped on, is uh, you can go like so. Reddit uh, has these like it's called Green Text or maybe it's fucking 4chan. I'm not sure. One of the fucking things. Uh, people like post these creepy ass stories and then they like turn them into like these audio things you can like listen to these crazy stories and one of the best stories I ever heard was this person was on like uh was some sort of military person that was sent to antarctica and he was there to help protect apparently these like in this story a bunch of like very ancient uh temples in in, in antarctica and i fucking loved it like it was like <laughs> just like the stories about it were fucking dope as fuck and it could be completely fake but i really fucking dug that well shit. so i'm one of those people too like and i get dude people argue People argue with me so fucking bad about this. Um, I don't believe anything, one hundred percent. I just don't like, like. I think the world is round. I'm not a flat earther, right? I yeah. think that. Do I know that for sure? No. And and like people are like, "What are you talking about? It's definitely round." I go, "I believe it's probably round." Yeah, but I'm not gonna say for sure. I haven't like fucking walked around it. And you can't say for fucking that's sure like, either. That's such a 14-year-old girl <laughs> look at the world like, well, I don't know. No. Well, I dude, don't know. That's not what it prove is. It. That, prove see, it. Prove it to me. Why don't you prove come it? Come on, man. I thought when you said you were a conspiracy theory guy, like, maybe I can get this from by Ian. No, I mean. <laughs> no, dude. No, I just mean, like, I, I, I accept things as fact. You know what I mean? But, like. Fucking, I, I don't even, like, do I know for, I can't tell you for, for 100% that the moon's even fucking real. I haven't been there. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I like the idea of the moon not being real. That's the thing, I like all the, I like living in that believe fake. these things. Yeah, yeah, I like the fake, I like that fantasy world. Like, I, I want to live in a world where all of the conspiracy theories for the most part are real. True. Yeah, it's all true. <laughs> yeah. Like, I just love that fucking idea. That, it just like, turns into fucking yeah, the all... world to the Witcher real quick. It's like, yeah. whoa, dude. Yeah, oh, dude, actually today. One of the things I really like is like no one ever talks about is like the conspiracy that dragons are still around, right? Oh today, shit! This is what I'm talking man, about. I saw so I'm driving, right? I'm driving, and we're near like the <laughs> I mall. Saw this dragon, the, dude, <laughs> I saw this shadow swoop down near the the front, the car in front of me. It was winged. It was huge, gigantic, and winged like a dragon. This was today, and I just see this thing swoop, and there's nothing in the sky. There's nothing there. But this huge, I, this literal, and a huge shadow just whoosh, across, and I was like, that could have been a fucking dragon. <laughs> that could have been a fucking I think, dragon. I think you're getting one of those main res- mall. I think you're getting one of those residual acid hits that stars in your spine or whatever. Just no, like I saw. It, I, I swear to God, I, I saw a shadow just. Whoosh, 
huge. <laughs> Other people would have said. Could have been a bird. You know what? But. <laughs> you know what, dude? It was a fucking dragon. It was dude. a fucking dragon. I'm, I'm going to fucking live in this world with you, bro. It sounds fun. Yeah. I mean, that, dude, I. I will say this too. I've experienced a lot of like absolutely weird shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like definitely paranormal shit. And I've and too many people around me have also experienced paranormal shit. I don't believe in ghosts at all. You've never even you've never had experience? No, dude. You should go you should go ghost hunting some night. You should go to a place that's like legit haunted and see if you can't get touched. My last the I last mean, I ha- dude, Ouija boards the house and shit. the house that we just moved out of. Well, so we had a transition house. So we lived in a house for like three years down in Portland, four years down in Portland. It was five years, whatever. So we then we got bought this house, but it was like under contract, blah, blah, blah. We needed two months, basically, to like live somewhere else. So we stayed at Sarah's um, friend's farmhouse, built in 1820, right across from a fucking graveyard. And uh, so it was kind of, you could just tell it was weird. Like, uh, So we couldn't keep one of our dogs there because the, she would like freak out and bark at corners and like just like, like freak the fuck out. She hated the house. The other dog, the older dog, the one that was cooler with you today. Yeah, yeah. He doesn't give a fuck. So he was fine. I actually, I think he liked the ghost. But you could just, you could tell something was weird, right? So anyways, the last day we're there, we're moving everything out and I needed someone to help me out. And this dude out of nowhere, I haven't talked to this dude in multiple years. We were never really friends. He was the manager of a, a bar that I did comedy shows at. I literally maybe talked to him three times. I was like, hey, I'm looking for help, blah, blah, blah. And he hits me up. He's like, hey, man, I'd help you out. I'll move some shit for you. And I was like, fuck, hey, I need the help. Fuck yeah. So he comes over. He walks into this uh, into the house with me, the, the farmhouse. And the first thing he goes, he goes, can you feel that? And I was like, no. He's like, dude, there's something wrong with this fucking house. And I was like, oh, okay. So we're walking through the house. We walk upstairs. And he's like, I just got grabbed. And I was like, what do you mean? He's like, something just grabbed what? my fucking legs. And I was like, what? He's like, yeah, dude. He's like, he's like, you know, I experienced this kind of shit. Like, this is not the first house. Like, I've, I've done a lot of this stuff. He's like, there's something in this fucking house. And I was like. All right, man. Uh, totally cool. You know, whatever. So we're talking about it. We're moving furniture, and we're moving furniture from the upstairs down to the barn. And so we move a couple things in the barn. And he's talking about the house. He's like, "Yeah, I think something bad happened in this stairwell." He's like, "There's like over in this corner, there's really bad energy. Uh, in this room, there's some really weird energy coming out of this way." And like, in all honesty, those were all places that, like, when it was like late at night at the house, I'd smoke weed on the porch. I'd walk through the house and I'd just feel something yeah. in those exact spots he was talking about, right? So like, all right, that's fucking weird. So we move, I want to say like a bed frame down to the barn. And he was like talking about it. He's like, I think it's like, he's like, I can feel like, a, I, want to say, I think he said like, I can feel like a woman's presence. And I was like, all right, we walk out to the barn and I can't remember what he said. He said something specific, but as soon as he said that, I got the craziest goosebumps. Like it felt like someone poured a bucket of ice water down my body, I got the craziest goosebumps. I felt like someone like touched the back of my back, like someone touched my back. Basically, I looked over at this dude, and he's like, "Do you have goosebumps too?" And like he got touched the same time I got touched. He got the exact same experience I did, basically being touched by whatever the fuck this thing was, um, walking out of this barn. It was fucking nuts. I've never experienced anything like that. Sounds like you guys are just spooking each other. No, 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 no. Because no, the thing is, it's not. I like that shit. I'm all. I, I fucking. I'm a. I'm down for ghosts. Yeah. Like you want to go ghost hunting? Let's fucking go. I'm down. My mom's super into ghosts, and she watches all those ghost shows. And eh. I think. I think that's what kind of like got me jaded on the whole thing. I'm yeah, like. Yeah. I'm like these guys are doing this shit all the time. You haven't got one picture of one. Yeah. Well, but, you know, it's funny. It's uh, I got a buddy who he, he's had shows about like cryptids and shit like that, like national television shows. And uh, we went to a con- we went to a festival together. It was a pot festival that I was hosting. And we're driving, and I was like, "So, what's like the 
best piece of evidence you've ever seen for like a cryptid or a ghost or anything like that? He's like, all right, well, can I be honest with you? I was like, yeah. He's like, I haven't seen many good shit. He's like, I think it's all fucking fake. He's like, I don't believe in any of it. This is a guy that has a show about this thing. Oh, shit. And so I was like, no fucking shit. A year after that, he got hired to work at... um, There's a house in Rhode Island that the movie The Conjuring is based on. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He lived there for three weeks, and after that, he said that ghosts were real. He said whatever was in that, he's like, there's definitely something in there. Dude, so, maybe, maybe this guy fucking... experienced everything, and he was like, "Nope." And then he went to that house. He was like, "Yep." Well, definitely. so pe- people always say that they're like, "Once you start saying you don't believe in ghosts, that's when they show themselves." I've been saying it for fucking a while now, and they haven't shown themselves to me. Yeah. Um. But, I mean, there are. I do believe in energies. There have been like weird houses that I've been in before. I'm like, something fucking has happened here, like yeah. whatnot, and like, and like. When you're in a graveyard, there's undeniable that there's like sort of a feeling to that. You know what I mean? I don't yeah. know if it's just in your head or whatnot, but like I do believe in kind of like energies and whatnot. But like I just haven't seen it. And like and my mom, my mom just beats the hell out of ghosts. It kind of made me resent the whole thing. Yeah. She she told me one time she goes, "No, ghosts are real. I have a, a home video from when you were a kid, and a ghost followed you up the stairs. I'll show it for show it to you." She looked forever to find the home video. She found it, and. Sure enough, I run up the stairs, but you can totally tell that she's just smoking a marble light behind the fucking camera, and it's just a trail of smoke, dude, yeah, yeah, just yeah, following yeah. me. I'm like, Mom, like, come on. Like, so, like, a lot of people that are, like, super into, like, ghost shit like that will, like, will fuck, like, you kind of, like, your brain kind of runs wild with it, and, like, will do weird shit, I feel like. Yeah, but it's like, any, I mean, anything, like, anyone that's, like, super into, like, conservative or liberal politics, they're crazy yeah, people, yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, anyone exactly. that's super into any of that yeah, shit will exactly. ruin it for you. You're like, ugh. Maybe I'm not a liberal person. I fucking hate these guys. Dude, I know. I fucking hate if, these If you guys. jump too far in any direction, you're going to hate that. I, I'm yeah. right fucking in the middle, dude, for the most yeah, yeah. part. Like, I'm like, I don't even try to fuck with politics or anything. No, I fucking, no, no. And that was a bad example because I fucking hate politics. Yeah, yeah. I, but uh, no, I but no it's it. kind of a good example. It's like if you, if you just go fucking hard in any direction, then you've come off as fucking yeah, nuts. Yeah. You I met mean, those people like in comedy. They're like a fucking stand up comedy. Oh, yeah. And this is like, where the, what the fuck are you doing, crazy person? Like, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah. I, you know, I find I've I've met more local rappers in that realm than stand-up comedians for the most part hate themselves anyways. Local <laughs> rappers, there's been a, I've met a bunch of like just delusional motherfuckers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The rappers are yeah, yeah. I've met there's some from my hometown, dude. That like like they think they're fit. They have that like idea that they've made it way before anyone else. I feel like. Oh they, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. I mean, I feel like it's probably kind of the mindset you gotta have if you want to make it, but it's just kind of like, dude, fuck. Well, to a certain extent, that or you look like a crazy person. You look crazy, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think honestly, too, is you have to have, you have to have that thought of like, all right, I'm gonna fucking make it. Yeah. But you also have to be like, well, I'm gonna make it with this step and this step and this step. And usually, bragging about making it when you haven't done shit <laughs> yeah. is not one of the steps. Yeah, no one's gonna see like even if you like put out something dope and like there was someone like let's say that like of influence that saw your shit and they're like oh well let me go take a look at like their their facebook or whatever they're like that does not look like a person i want to hang out with if people don't want to hang out with you they're not gonna fucking like fuck they're gonna put time and money in you like even even if that person found your shit and liked it like you still like if you're fucking coming out as a cocky asshole no one wants to fucking promote that dude yeah yeah it's like it sounds seems like you're happy where you're at anyway well that's why i feel bad about this podcast i feel like i sound like a cocky asshole no dude not not at all I, i don't think so no, I think it's good. Um, what time is it? Six thirty-five. Oh fuck, it. we gotta bounce. All right, uh, did you want to plug your shit? Anything? Check out Welcome to Maine. 
Yeah, check out the Welcome to Maine videos. They're funny. Um, uh, thank you for listening. Peace. Peace.